0: I don't know many doctors, attorneys, or lawyers that make that kind of money. And they go to school for you know, 10, 13 years. Whereas in real estate, we just think like you can make such an enormous amount of money, but you've got to invest in the skill. You've got to invest in getting people to know you. In order for you to be known, you've got to be seen, you've got to be heard. Invest to make sure that that happens. It's time
1: for the Creative Real Estate Podcast. Your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now, here's your hosts, Adam and Jason.
2: Welcome to the... Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co host, Jason J. Lou Lewis. And this week's episode, we have Krista Mayshore. Krista has been the top 1% of realtors nationwide for the last 20 years. She's also the top 1% of coaches nationwide in the real estate sector. She's the author of four best selling books focused on digital marketing and has been named Yahoo Finance's number one digital marketer to watch in 2021. Excited for this? Krista, welcome on the show.
0: Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I I just appreciate you saying yes.
2: (laughs) I I like it. So yeah. So reason I said yes to this, they they had reached out, wanted to be on the show. And one of the main reasons is the marketing aspects in the real estate sector. I know that so many people, both on the brokerage side, on the syndication side, all of that. It takes marketing to get to the next level. And I think a lot of people are love making deals happen, but then they fall short on scaling and that comes in to play with the marketing. So I just wanted to make sure that we got as much value on the marketing side from Krista as we can. And hopefully we add as much value to all you guys out there as as we can today.
0: Awesome. Okay. How do you want to start, Jason?
2: Well, let's, yeah, let's normally we like to ask the question how you kind of got into real estate. And then, uh, so just kind of tell us when and how you got involved in it. And then we'll, we'll go from there.
0: Purely by accident. I was a teacher before getting into real estate and my daughter got really, really sick. And so I thought, oh, I'll just, you know, be a stay at home mom and I'll just play real estate. I'll sell, you know, four or five homes a year and be able to make what I did as a teacher. And then I found out my husband was having an affair. So I had to like dive right into real estate, sold 69 houses my first year. And it was like history from there.
2: (laughs) I like it. And then where, where was this at at that time? Where were you located?
0: Where I live now. I live in Northern California. I'm I'm in between Sacramento and San Francisco, like kind of like in the ghetto area (laughs) compared to like San Francisco.
2: For sure. And then when you got started, were these just normal single family, first time (laughs) homebuyer type stuff?
0: Yep, everything has been first time home buyers. Um I, I pass passed commercial office, somebody ever comes to me. So it's just a first time buyers. First year was like all like buyers, you know, if you can imagine working oh, six sure. buyers wanted like, shoot myself. <laughs> then now it's like like ninety nine, like all sellers now that we do.
2: I like it, and then so you're still brokering, but also is the main focus the marketing now, or where's where's kind of time and and energy split?
0: So about four years ago, I started. I went into teaching real estate agents and lenders how to utilize digital marketing and social media to dominate their areas. I Taught them the exact same process that I've been doing, you know, over the past twenty years, and I've averaged hundred homes a year every, every year since. And I haven't done anything like open houses or cold calling or door knocking in, in, in over like ten years. And we just focus on creating video content and being what I call the community market leader of your area. So I still do sell real estate. We're doing fifty-six million this year, but I don't speak to any buyers or sellers. I'm just the face of the company, and uh, my brother goes in there and takes over and. Uh, that's about it.
2: <laughs> that's great. What well, what I'd like to do is is dive into that aspect of, of the marketing. So I'm going to kind of leave that up to you of, of where you'd like to kind of dive in and start with tips and tricks. Yeah. To, to so, help people.
0: So kind of give you an idea. So this is this will work for anyone. So I used to sell foreclosures and short sales. So when the market switched, I you know figured it out before it, it turned for the worse and ended up working with 13 different asset management companies and banks selling their foreclosures. We did about 169 homes just as a solo agent at the peak of the foreclosure market. And then all of a sudden the market dried up with foreclosures and short sales, which was great for the market. But all of a sudden I went from selling 169 homes to selling 12 because everything, you know, went away and all the all the, my accounts were were no longer there. So I got called the foreclosure queen. And when I lost the listing, I was like, oh my God, I am the foreclosure queen. Like no one even knows me in, you know, in in my area because all I've been doing is foreclosures. So I started studying like what the fortune 500 companies do and how they market. And I realized, Oh my gosh, I need to become like what they call content marketing. I call it engagement marketing. And so I made a decision to start like really diving into how to utilize social media and video. And this was like eight years ago before anybody was doing it. And so I just started creating video content and within 12 months I was back up over hundred homes a year and none of them were short sales and foreclosures. They were all traditional, like traditional single family homes. And how I did it was, I just started creating content. And anytime anybody thinks real estate in my area, I made sure that they would think about me, right? Whether, and you want them to think about you before they're ready to take action. Because according sure, to NAR, sure. you know, people take like three to six months before they start looking. So my goal is for them to think about me beforehand. So I started marketing my properties. And back at the time, they were only selling for like 200, $250,000 for the average price point around here. But I started marketing my properties with like full video, full drone, you know, like a million dollar luxury listing. And then I would take that marketing piece, that video, and I would run ads on Facebook. Um, and so I started developing this huge, huge audience of hundreds of thousands of people. We'd get anywhere from like 150 to 200,000 views on every video that we'd record, we, we would do. And, you know, anywhere from 400 to 600 hours of watch time and like six. You know, 2,000 to 6,000, 8,000 clicks, all from creating content from our listings, and then spending an ad budget on on marketing the listing, and then we took that to the next level. And we said, okay, this is working really, really well, right? As people are seeing me, and and so then we started marketing. Other things like we would just create video content, seller tips, buyer tips. We'd interview local businesses. We'd talk about upcoming events, um, anything that was new in the market. We'd do market updates, and we'd take that video content and put an ad spend behind it. And now we just like we just have dominated, you know, the the area for for just years and years, just by creating video content. But the trick is you've got to spend money behind it, right? And so we would like target people and retarget people. What I mean by that is if somebody watched one video on selling, and I was okay, they watched. You know, 50% or more of this video, they probably are interested in selling. So then we would target them with more videos on selling along with like examples of the way we market our properties and then seller, you know, market updates and things like that. So they would, it would position us as the authority. And then we would like say, Hey, would you like a market analysis? Right? So people would raise their hands and say, yeah, I want a market analysis. Yes. You know? And so from once they raised their hand and said, yes, they wanted a market analysis. Then we would just like on steroids, just have this massive, what I call win before you arrive. Um, strategy where we would just make sure that we actually got the listing, and um, you know, we we drop off a marketing plan, we drop off a book that I've written. We would do a 17-minute marketing video on how we market our homes, and show like like we would be very prolific and say, hey, if people are telling you to do open houses and things like that, they don't work, and here's why. Here's what you should be doing, and here's here's the results. And so that's kind of that's how we market.
2: That's great. And you talked about a couple times your market is that. A geographical area is that a type of home, a certain submarket? What What do you recommend to people for their area or their niche? You nice. hear farming a lot. You know, you pick an area and farm it. So, All what's right. recommendations of, of choosing that area even before you start becoming the expert in it?
0: I love that. So it's a great question. So typically around 150,000 people, right? So when I first started, Facebook didn't have, now they have a radius where you have to do 15 miles, but there's ways that you can kind of work around that radius. Because for example, a 15 mile radius in my area, I live in a smaller town. It's not a big deal, but a 15 mile radius in LA, it's like two and a half million people, right? So it's harder for for you to take, for you to kind of take over. So you would then want to be able to like take lists of people in certain areas and upload those lists into Facebook. And then you could target that list, which would then... It'll help create look like audiences and that. So it's more, it'll be more geographic, but the best thing to do is like pick a specific neighborhood. So for when I first started, I picked two neighborhoods that were adjacent to each other. From this one street, right? And I just completely would create anything and everything about the area the types of homes, the style of homes, the prices of homes, exposure on the golf course or not, what was nearby, school scores like anything you can imagine from those areas, I would talk about. So when people went to go search for those areas to live, I would then take that video content and do what I call video repurposing, where I'd put it on my website, put it on YouTube, put it on, you know, everywhere. So that way I start getting search engine optimization. So when people go to do searches, all of a sudden I start showing up, you know, on the first page of Google. Google, like literally just right under, um, you know, Zillow ads and that kind of thing. So picking an area or a niche is one of the things that I actually teach, right? Pick an area, great idea, market that area, pick a niche. Like for example, maybe you want to work with veterans or you want to work with, you know, first-time home buyers, or maybe you want to work with move up sellers or move down sellers in a certain area. The idea, and you can have more than one niche, right? But I always say, if you're going to have more than one niche, you want to go deep before you go wide. So you would pick a niche, go as deep as possible, create as much content as possible, properly distribute that content so people, when they were searching, would find it. And then you can move on to your next niche because the content, you know, you get views while you snooze, right? So in other words, why most people are doing open houses and cold calling and door knocking, the second they stop doing that, everything stops. But when you create content and properly distribute it, it's forever out there, right? But understand this is that... You get zero to two percent of videos and content goes viral. Like almost nothing goes viral because there are billions of hours of content uploaded every single day. The only way for this to work, unless you're like Ryan Serhant, right, is for you to pay money. You gotta, you've got to be a marketer, an entrepreneur first, right? Which many real estate agents have a really hard time with because they just like it's so easy to get into real estate and they don't want to spend any money, you know. So. It's important. To, I feel like I'm doing way too much talking. So
2: no, I like it. I mean, it's it's a lot a lot of information, and and there is a ton of opportunity out there. So that's essentially exactly why I wanted to have you on here is just to to share as much as as you can. So you know, Facebook retargeting. I see that there's like different CRMs and different platforms that that offer that. It kind of within a within their platform. Are you recommending doing that, or you do it on your own? Or so what, we.
0: We do it on our own. We teach it on our own. We also have, because, you know, we've done millions of dollars in Facebook ads. So we, you know, we have joined partnerships with other companies to help make it easier for people, but we still totally teach it. Some of my students prefer to do it on their own. Some of them prefer to use our preferred partners that basically do it for them at a super, very affordable price because Facebook changes so much as does every single other platform. Right. That
2: yeah, seems to be, I mean, every week I see someone making a comment they're frustrated with, Instagram yeah. or Facebook, that this whole system they built now is essentially worthless because it was based on this algorithm, and that it, changed. It so, you
0: yeah. know the other cool thing about the way this strategy works. So, there was this whole iOS update, right? iOS six update, and it changed the way that Facebook was marketing. But with this strategy, because you're marketing to people within Facebook, it's not like you're pixeling them. You you are pixeling them, but because of the new iOS update, everything kind of changed. But you're on Facebook, so when people are in Facebook's platform, you can say, okay, Facebook. I want you to find me more people that are like these people that watched this video, right? Mm -hmm. And now the people that watch this video, now show them the next video and then show them the next video. And then I can drive traffic to a funnel, right? You know, we've done, gosh, millions of dollars for our funnels. So like, it's just, it's all because of how, what we do beforehand. So in fact, I spoke about this at Funnel Hacking Live, like the pre-funnel, how, like, how, how do you get funnel people to convert, right? Once you get them to your funnel you get them to convert by developing a relationship with them beforehand. When most marketers do, and like every agent, they're like, I'm the number one realtor in the world. I'm the best or download my guide or go to this open house, you know, go to this seller seminar, whatever it might be. But people are like, no. We're, we have between you know 30,000 marketing messages per day that are thrown at us. We don't trust you. We don't want to click. We don't even know who you are. We don't give a crap that you are are the number one realtor. What can you do for me? How can you help me? How can you add value? So we go at it. At, we don't start with, hey, would you like a market analysis or would you like to go to our, our seller seminar or buyer seminar? We end with that. Meaning, first we're developing content, giving information like I say, serve, not sell, just really, really helping people. And the more you understand who you're going after. So for example, research shows that, that the more my content speaks directly to somebody, the more it's going to convert. Right? So for example, I've got extensions. So if I see like hair club for men, I'm swiping left. But if I see how to keep your extensions, you know, nice and like, nice. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that. Right. So the more I understand who my client avatar is or who I'm going to go, who I'm going after my niche. Okay. The more I can create content that speaks directly to them and I can give you a couple of examples. This whole past year there has been limited inventory. The whole world knows that it's a great time to sell your house, right? So if I do a video that says it's a great time to sell your house because it's multiple offers and bidding wars, people are like no crap, like we know that, okay? If I'm a seller that that knows it's a good time to sell but I'm afraid to sell because there I'm afraid I'm going to be homeless, I'm completely tuning you out when you say that. But if I say you're thinking about selling but you're afraid you're going to be homeless because there's bidding wars and multiple offers, do you know that I have a solution for you? In fact, last month Alone, we put 13 sellers, just like you, into um, a replacement property after we sold their home. Now all of a sudden, you're listening. You're like, "Oh, wow! Really, she can do that." Another example is, let's just say I'm a veteran, and I don't think I have the ability to purchase a home because I don't have the best credit, and I don't have a lot of money in the bank. But I'm a veteran, and I've got a great job. So if I say it's a great time to buy, and you'll you'll save money. That veteran is tuning me out, right? Kind of like I'm tuning hair club for men out. But if I say, are you a veteran? You don't have great credit and not a lot of money in the bank, but you're a veteran. Thank you for serving our country. Do you know you have probably have the ability to purchase a home and it's going to be less money than you're actually paying in rent and taxable write off. Now, all of a sudden they're like, what? Yes, I'm a veteran. I don't have good credit. I can buy. Oh my gosh. Let me listen in. So then I'm going to retarget more videos about what I originally first first started talking about, whether it's selling and, and lack of inventory, they're going to get selling information. If it's veteran and the program's available, they're going to get veteran information. I'm going to bring them down my funnel and traffic people down my funnel. And then at the end, I'm going to say, hey, would you like to go to our home buyer seminar for, for veterans? Would you like to go to our, would you like a, a market evaluation of your home? Does that make sense, James?
2: For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So with, with this you have a niche, of, say VA, and with hair, women that love hair extensions or whatever that might be. Is there a fear of being a niche in a in one area, and then it hurt hurting you to being a niche in another area? Or with the way that you're doing the retargeting, they don't really see your VA stuff; they only see your hair extension stuff, you know, or or whatever that might be. Is there is there any? comments you can share with that of like people that want to maybe do a couple little niches or areas that they don't maybe pigeonhole themselves.
0: So you're still going to be doing, so there's different types of videos that you do, right? Like there's authority videos, there's nurturing videos, there's no like and trust videos, there's specific niche videos. So when you're also the people that are in the niching, they're still going to see real estate updates. They're still going to see you interviewing local professionals or talking about the best dog parks or the best places to eat in town. And they all are going to see, see all that stuff, right? What were you and I talking about right before we got on? We were talking about how, and every agent thinks this, every, everyone thinks this, oh my gosh, if I niche, I'm going to lose on another business. I'm not going to get For another sure. business, right? It's so not true. You're just going to get the business or at least be thought of when it comes to that particular niche, but people are yep. still going to refer you. You're still going to be doing other type of more general marketing. That is no like trust, breaking down the, the barriers, positioning you as the authority and the expert in the area by talking about, you know, the the area, talking about more, General tips, but niching. A good example. I've a good friend of mine named Lori Abreu, and she has a company called Delta Ranches and Homes, and she's one of the top agents in the area. She's the number one land agent, but she still sells tons of normal houses. It's just that if anyone thinks about a rural property or land development, like she beats us, right? And we don't get beat like ever. But Lori mm-hmm. Abreu beats us when it comes to like lots or rural properties because she's a specialist
2: for sure. And but mm-hmm. yet she's still able to do the Absolutely. kind of bread and butter. And I think that's a lot of times, at least it's our our fear on some of our marketing is like, oh, if we push this out, everyone will then will think of us as just that. And then that'll hurt us with our other clients or other prospects. So, but I at least on our end, what I'm finding is that the response when people do see the little videos we do push out, they say. Wow, I like the content. I see you're doing videos. They probably don't watch them. They probably just see it, looks legit, and they're seeing it consistently. And for them, that's enough to be like, oh, that's cool. But I'm so fearful of like pigeonholing ourselves. So that's, that's least on our end, just a, a personal, personal side to it. So yeah,
0: you won't do that. You won't do that at all. It'll just, it'll just like your top of mind. And I'll tell you what, you would be surprised at how many people do watch the videos. So we can track. Like how much what percentage and what's the watch time? We get thousands of hours a month of watch time. I mean, like one video. We we have six hundred hours of watch time from one video. I'm doing two to three videos a week. Now imagine that like that beta non phenomenon where it's yeah. like frequency illusion when you see something
2: we Yeah, the the red car. When you think of a red car, then you every car you see is a red car, but it's because you are your mind is looking for that. So you think there's more red cars. In reality there's the same, but you're now thinking of it. So you think there's more.
0: Yes. And that's what happens for, for real estate agents or lenders or anybody, any business that starts doing this, right? All of a sudden people are like, Oh my gosh, I see you everywhere. And you must be doing a ton yeah. of business. We taught, we had an agent, brand new agent. She's now doing over six figures a quarter. But when she started, she got voted best real estate agent in her town. And she didn't like ask for votes because she hadn't sold a house yet, but she <laughs> got voted best realtor. Sue Lafave was her name. And I just did a podcast about her and she texts me and she's like, Oh my God, I just had my first six figure a quarter. I made more in three, you know, in the first quarter that i made you know like in my life she got voted best realtor so and that's whole of that whole you know frequency illusion right people see yep. her and they assume that she's doing business and this is how this is how top producing agents get beat out by new people in a new city or a new agent it's because when innovation think about like blockbuster right blockbuster there's only one blockbuster in the world now there used to be like thousands of them and how like amazon wiped out 8,000 retail residents and we no longer have travel agents, right? Like before you would need a travel agent to go from here to New York, California, New York. Now you can like, you know, sit in your toilet naked and, you know, book a trip to Europe if you want to, right? For sure. Because of innovation and technology. And when innovation and technology happen, the world knows, like, Every other agent that, that's like going there, they're not worth what they're charging. And I don't mean this to you, but you're you're making way too much money if you're even getting paid one percent by just doing what most agents do, which is stick a freaking sign in the, in the mm-hmm. thing and put it on the MLS. Your fiduciary moral obligation is to is to expose and to get that seller the best terms, the best amount of eyes on their property. the National Association of Realtors says that 67% of people walk through a home that they see online. That's a stat from the NAR. So our job is to get as much online exposure as possible. We know that buyers know more about the properties than their own agents do. And they see them before their agents do because they're like little crack monkeys trying to, you know, Mm -hmm. search for homes, right? So get online. But most people are not taking the, the time to learn how to properly market their properties and then understand that when you're marketing your property, you're also marketing yourself, right? And so it's just, Leveling up, leveling up what it is that you're doing, and and it makes it's we're not a commodity. You know, you're not just doing what everyone else is. You're not just a minion doing what everyone else is. And it really shows your unique value proposition to be able to to attract a higher price listing and a higher price commission. It doesn't commission doesn't even come up when you properly distribute how you are so different than everybody else.
2: Yeah, and it, one of our realtor connection buddies, of mine in another state, he does lake properties, and he gets three listings per video that he essentially does. At least this year, that was kind of his average, but he is he's probably doing the system similar to you where he retargets. If they watch over 40%, then they get retargeted. If they watch over under 40%, this happens. And he just essentially is like, I get two to three deals per listing. So it's compounding interest. And if I can keep that going, he went from just himself and one other agent to eight agents in one year because of that compounding interest, it's like, I mean, I'd be, me being a you kind know, of on the investment financial side, is compounding interest. You put a dollar in, you get dollar yeah. ten back. You're getting a dollar. You're getting ten percent on a dollar ten, and then you know it's just compounding interest versus just doing it one time. And I think agents do it one time, so they invest a buck and get ten percent back, and then invest a dollar again and get ten percent versus what you're doing essentially is you're getting 10% on your dollar 10 and then 10% on a dollar 20 and then 10% on a dollar 30. And it's just before long, it's you're crushing it. I mean, from videos. And so. most people
0: don't understand that it takes time. Right. And the average yeah. person gives up too soon. I mean, you yeah. got to think about the life cycle. Like you, the goal is for you not to just show up when someone's thinking about making a decision, but for them to think about you way before. So when they're ready to make a decision that they, they say, oh my gosh, I, I need to think about that person. Right. It's a time game. You need to invest the time, the energy and the resources and learning to do it properly and consistency. I always say you need to commit to consistently producing content correctly so you can make a connection to convert more clients and customers, right? So it's a whole it's called the eight C's. It's it's all about commitment, it's it's consistency, it's it's doing it the right way and and not and building that connection so that conversions become much easier.
2: And we're talking about specifically for residential agents, but I'm guessing this is for everyone. If you're yeah. a syndicator, if you're trying to buy properties, you know. Buy cash, quick close type, off market investors. Uh, this should and work for everyone. If, if is that
0: correct? this is the exact same. I've yeah. taught people that to like disinfectant companies, people that yeah. teach do T shirts. I've used this exact strategy in my coaching business, and we've you know done got thirty million dollars online in four years. You know, like it it works for any industry. <laughs> it's just a matter. Yeah. Of Doing it and doing it, you know, like consistently and people are afraid they're scared to death of video, but I always say, that's what you look like. That's what you sound like. Be progress, not perfection. Nobody likes perfection anyways. It's a matter of doing it right. Because you start to build, you know, the most, the the best watched television shows our reality TV shows, okay, and it's people love people's lives. They're so interested in, it. and people love real estate. I mean, they are just obsessed with real estate, right? And it's kind of like I'm in real estate, but if I see a sign up in my neighborhood, I'm I'm pulling the flyer to know what it sell it sold for, and I'm in real estate, right? Yep. Everyone is, is like that. They want to know, so people are consumed with it. And then what happens is is you're much more likely to work with someone that you know, and it's and people. It's actually called a parasocial relationship. Which that means is, is that people on the other side of a screen they they literally start develop a relationship with you it's like when you cry for your characters and laugh for them and you you're mad you're happy on tv it's the mm-hmm. same thing they feel like they know you so you're in the store or you walk into someone's house and they're they're talking to you like you are best friends and you know i have one student and she walks in and they've got this, these red goldfish on the table because they see that she likes goldfish or i walk in and they've got like my diet coke and it's like they know you you know so the yep. conversions are, are so much easier and you attract a better client because people, they've already made the decision whether or not they like you to begin with. So you've kind of already like, again, you've, you've won before you arrive because every yep. time they're watching more content on you and you're educating them and you're showing them, you know, who you are and, and, and really your knowledge, you're just continuing to like break off the, like, your, you know, all the, all the objections they have, they're just kind of picking them away. At the same time, you're helping like just annihilate your competition.
2: Yeah, it's it's just getting started though. So let's go back to just what we've talked through it, kind of how to do it. What's the big picture of it, but great. I'm ready to go. What's the first step?
0: Okay. So the first step is to figure out like, unless you're solving a problem, you can't be considered a solution, right? So figure out, okay, what are the problems that are happening in in my area? What's the problems that are happening with my target audience? Like what questions do people have? What do they want to know? Like, what do they need? What are the biggest pitfalls that you see happening in real estate? What are the biggest mistakes you see people make? What things do they, you know, there's, I can go on for hours about creating content and you just start creating content about all these questions people have, problems people have, concerns, needs, right? How do I get people more of what they want? How do I make life easier for people? How do I just educate and, you know, give them information? And then you just start creating content. When you create content, there's five things that I always tell people. You never want to start a video with, hi, I'm Krista with Krista Mace, coaching and, you know, AXP Realty. No, you have six seconds to capture someone's attention. You want to hook people, give them a reason to want to continue listening. It's like, are you a veteran with bad credit? And not a lot of money in the bank, do you you can probably buy a house like what? Oh my gosh. You know, or the 2022 forecast, you know, real estate forecast for 2022, thinking about selling a home. You need to watch this video, right? Like some hook them, give them a reason to want to keep listening. So that's the first thing. Then you want to align with their feelings. Like, I know, I know, I, I get it. You didn't think it was possible to purchase it, to, to be able to purchase a home as a veteran. I totally understand before I got into real estate, I had no idea either, then you want to position yourself as the authority without saying, like, I'm number one, right? So I'd say, hey, just last year alone, we helped 32 veterans just like you buy a home and they didn't think they could buy one either. Now I'm showing, oh, she sells homes, right? Or I could say, I've sold 2,300 homes in my career, you know, and we we can help you. Or last month alone, we helped, you know, X amount of sellers in your area, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, you're gonna you're gonna position yourself as credible to give them a reason to want to continue to listen. Then you're gonna state like the teaching tips and then do a call to action. Depending upon where they're at in your funnel, sometimes there's not even a call to action. It's just like education, right? Like you're you're educating people. The further you bring people down your funnel is when the call to action will happen. So you want to take that content. You want to make sure that you run ads behind it. Do not just boost. Boosting does not give you the same capabilities with retargeting, retargeting, there's just so much more you can do. The retargeting feature and then building these huge audiences on Facebook so that people can see start seeing you over and over again is the power behind it. And then just start funneling people down, right? Get yourself on a schedule. I say to do a minimum of two videos per week. On average, people spend between $250 and $500 a month in the beginning, um, getting that marketing dollar out there. And believe it or not, that's enough to start because you're not doing it all over the world, right? So like for me, marketing... is not going to get me anywhere because I'm doing it to the United States. But if I do it locally, all of a sudden I'm going to be being seen more and more and more. Yeah, it's just a matter of starting, right? And just don't be worried about like, everyone's just make sure you don't have any like dirty underwear in the background. Make sure there's no, you know, airplanes going overhead. And all you need is a cell phone. You don't need any fancy equipment. Just get your cell phone out. Don't worry about graphics or edits or any of that thing. Just have good quality content and just start being as consistent as possible. Make sure you do a mix of of work and play. Don't just all be about real estate. Like I just sold this house. You've got to do things that keep people's interested, you know, you know even talking about like what's happening in the area like something that's very prolific that that might be coming up or there's something very controversial or you know people are pissed off that they're putting this park in a certain area like talk about it and and don't be afraid to educate i always tell people to try to stay away from like politics and religion if you can because it's like those are the two things i would not recommend talking about and uh yeah just starting
2: excellent and then there's so many platforms i again we can we can dive into this for hours and hours so i'm going to ask a couple quick questions and then we can go take a quick break and then come back for the final five. But platforms there's TikTok, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's so many. If you're getting started, do you choose one or do you push it out to all of them? And then the second kind of question within that choosing that platform, there now is 20 different options of how you post it. You go live, you just post it to the you know your page or you can do stories or whatever it is. So what's the quick little 101 on, on so great choosing?
0: Question. Pick one platform, master it, and don't move on. Zero to 2% of stuff is going to be seen. The only people that are seeing you are people that are already interacting with you. So for example, Jason, you and I are friends on Facebook. I say, hey, Jason, I like something. I comment. Facebook goes, okay, they're friends. Let's start putting more content in front of each other. No one else is seeing it. The only people that are seeing people's content, no matter where you're posting it, whether it's reels, Instagram stories, if you're not running an ad behind it, no one is seeing it. So pick a platform, run ads. My favorite platform is Facebook. On Facebook, I can run ads to Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram, right? And then, so it goes to both places. And I'm, Facebook is putting me in front of the watcher in the area that I'm saying to, to, get, get, to get to be seen by. So it's saying, I'm saying, hey, put me in front of people that live in Brentwood, right? I want you to find me people that, everyone in Brentwood, I want you to see my video. Or I'm going to say, find me people in Brentwood that like to watch videos, do the video views objective, right? Or now I'm going to try to convert people. Find me people that live in that are more likely to convert. Okay, so it's like different objectives that you can choose, but pick a platform, run an ad spend behind it. You can make more money in real estate than most professions. Like I know when I was really crushing it in real estate, like now, like we're, we're doing over $1 million in G- gross commissions this year. And I don't know very many doctors, attorneys, or lawyers that make that kind of money. And they go to school for, you know, 10, 13 years. Whereas in real estate, we just think like you can make such an enormous amount of money, but you've got to invest in the skill. You've got to invest in getting people to know you. In order for you to be known, you've got to be seen, you've got to be heard. Invest to make sure that that happens. Run an ad.
2: Not I like so it. <laughs> I like it. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back, Krista, after break from the sponsor.
1: We'd like to thank our sponsor, Ecospace Real Estate. Ecospace is a Denver, Colorado-based real estate company with a national reach. They provide a unique offering called Flip Your Home, where they utilize their own internal fix and flip crews to flip their clients' homes prior to their listings. Their brokerage clients gain, on average, $23,000 of instant equity, which is then taken 100% tax-free. If you'd like to learn more about gaining additional tax-free equity in your home prior to listing, then please visit ecospace.com.
2: All right, we're back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast with our guest, Krista Mayshore. And we're going to dive into question number one of the final five, which is, what's the most creative real estate deal that you've done or have come across?
0: Uh, oh, probably back in the foreclosure days when um, I, you know, I was able to actually buy one of the houses that I was um, foreclosing on, and it was pretty cool.
2: I like it. Did you, did you flip it? Still own it? Yeah, I
0: flipped it. Yeah.
2: Okay, nice. Then they
0: nice. said you can't buy any of, any of, of your foreclosures. So
2: that's I like tough. it. And then next question is, where do you kind of see the market? You used to ask in five years, but with all the craziness that's going on, we've shortened that to where do you see the market, real estate market in general by next year? I
0: think we're going to keep going up. I've been doing a ton of research on, in fact, I just got done doing a market forecast. I think we're going up. I, th- I would say the forecast from the experts and is around 5.6%, they said, I think. But last year, they anticipated the market was going to increase around 6%. We increased like 21%. So their predictions were quite under. That's just for California. Mm-hmm
2: and what's one podcast book or piece of content that you would recommend people checking out?
0: Ooh, right now, of course yours. I'm reading an awesome book right now from Dan Henry called The Gap and the Gain, sorry, from Dan Sullivan. So Dan Sullivan, The Gap and the Gain, it's a killer book. One of the best books I've probably ever read.
2: I like it. Uh, We'll throw that in show notes. We'll take a look at that. And then the other is, what's a way that you like to give back to the real estate community that's given so much to you and your career?
0: Oh, I love that. I do a ton of donating. I do this thing called teens lifting lives, where I Coach kids. I give money to local families. Like anyone has any kind of a crisis, they're getting a, a big fat check from me. I donate money to the schools for pay it forward scholarships. I can go on. I do a lot of philanthropy. It's kind of my thing.
2: Excellent. That's good to hear. Last is a lot of people are probably going to have questions so want to follow up, reach out. You do have a, a program and it sounds like some content that you can help people with. So if they want to dive into that, what's the best way they can they can reach out to you?
0: Yeah. Great thing to do is to go to kristamayshore.com forward slash boot camp podcast. That's boot camp podcast. You can get access to my three-day virtual live event. And we just, it's like all about social media, video, really digital marketing strategies to enhance your business. And it's like, it's $97. Next month, it's only 47. So depending on when you're going to do this, we're gonna have a sale right now.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably push this out here soon. So we'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well. We'll put that link out there. So Krista, it's been a pleasure. I know we can keep doing multiple episodes on marketing, but I think it was a good one to get started and get everyone's uh, appetite a little... Ready to go all in.
0: I thank you, Jason, very much. I appreciate it. You're awesome. Hopefully, I, hopefully, you got the marketing nuggets you wanted.
2: Hey, I'm excited myself, even for our brokerage and our investment and uh, development company. I know that marketing is such a huge key to success. I, it's it's not really even just are you doing it. You have to do it today, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're excited to to dive in a little bit ourselves. So, well, guys.